spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes a diving catch. And I even need to you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Southern California. Your Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, just 87 and 37 on the season. Best record in all of baseball. They're 50 games over 500. First place atop the NL West. Their magic number to clinch the division now at 18. After winning the series opener in Miami yesterday, the Dodgers look to do it again this afternoon. A great pitching matchup with Dustin May on the mound for the Dodgers. First pitch from Miami is coming up at 310. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview this pitching matchup. David Vasse goes one-on-one with Eric Karos. DV will check in as well with all the latest Dodger news and information. In 30 minutes, your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. Shortly, we'll check in with Kirsten Watson. And in just a couple of minutes, we'll send it out to Charlie Steiner and Jose Moda in the booth there in Miami today. Well, yesterday, the Dodgers needed some Mookie magic and a win over the Marlins. Tyler Anderson got the start. The Dodger left-hander was really good for the first five innings. Also really good, though, the first couple times around the lineup was the Marlins' bullpen. As they went with the opener and then relievers after that, neither the Dodgers nor the Marlins could score a run. The Dodgers' offense finally broke through in the sixth. Chris Taylor, a sack fly, scoring Will Smith. Dodgers on the board, one to nothing. The Marlins' offense got after Tyler Anderson in the bottom of the sixth. Wendell, a two-run double. Marlins, a two-to-one lead. The back-and-forth scoring continued the rest of the game. In the seventh, Mookie Betts, a two-run home run. Dodgers retook the lead three-to-two. Bottom of the seventh, Marlins with two runs to take a four-to-three lead. In the ninth, Dodgers down but not out. Now when you got Mookie. 1-0. There's a fly ball to left field. It's deep. It's on its way. And it is a home run. Betts down the line just a foot or two fair. And the Dodgers have evened the score on Betts' second home run of the night, his 29th of the year. 4-4. That tied the game at four, second of the game for Mookie. He wasn't done. Later in the inning, Justin Turner, an RBI single. Dodgers up five to four. Go to the bottom of the ninth. David Price on to close it out. It wasn't a clean inning, though. Verdict, a solo home run. That tied the game at five. So the Dodgers and Marlins went to extra innings. In the top of the tenth, how about some more Mookie magic? Already set, chest high, runners at the corners. Betts with a line drive to left, and it's going to be a base hit. Mookie Betts is hot as blazes. Oh, man, he just doubles home. Chris Taylor, Bellinger holds it third, and the Dodgers take a 6-5 to five lead. What a night for Mookie Betts. 
His fourth run batted in. RBI double for Mookie. Dodgers a 6-5 lead. They'd add four more. They scored five runs at the top of the 10th to take a 10-5 lead. Bruce Dar Gratterall got the bottom of the 10th. He gave up one run, but that was it. Dodgers come back, beat the Marlins in 10 innings, 10-6. Mookie bets, have yourself a night. Four for six, two home runs, four ribbies. Dodgers with the victory. They're now 87-37 and 37 on this season. As I mentioned, their magic number is 18. Today, game two of this four-game set. It's start number two since coming back from Tommy John surgery for Dustin May. First pitch from Miami's at 310. And with more, we welcome in Charlie Steiner and Jose Mona. Hi, guys. All right, Tim, a wild one last night. Five lead changes down the stretch. The Dodgers scored five in the 10th. They beat the Marlins 10 to 6. Now the Dodgers at 50 games over 500, 87 and 37. Magic number is down to 18. The all-time record for most wins in a season is 116. The Dodgers well within reach of winning 117 if they go 30 and 8 down the stretch. Well, that seems like a pretty impressive winning percentage, doesn't it? 789. But over the last 50, the Dodgers are 41 and 9 with an 800 winning percentage. That's how good they are on this historic run. They've got Dustin May pitching today, Kershaw likely to pitch come Thursday, and the Dodgers all cylinders are flying at 100%. It is, Charlie, fun to watch. We saw last night it took him five innings to score run. Actually, both teams have taken five innings, but we also saw a Dodger team that started off quite slowly with men in scoring position. They were two for eight. Okay, that's pretty decent, but then they ended up 7 for 16. Well, how? The adjustments gradually got better as they faced, remember, also eight different pitchers. And I knew before the game saying this could be a good matchup. They are, do not mind seeing different arms. They went out there and competed to every single point, took their walks, situational hitting. You know, as good, Charlie, as the top was, of, of course, with Mookie, with Trey, and obviously Freddie Freeman, let's give credit to the guys in the bottom and Chris Taylor and obviously Cody Bellinger and Trace Thompson setting this tone for the guys at the top. Betts with four hits and two home runs last night. Talking about runners in scoring position last night, seven for 16. You go back now over the last three games, the Dodgers 21 out of 47 with runners in scoring position, an incomprehensible 447 on base percentage. That sets up tonight's pitching matchup, and it's going to be a dandy. Dustin May making his second start since coming off the injured list. Sandy Alcantara, who has been great against everybody except the Dodgers. Well, he's got to go out there and find out if he was tipping or not, but nonetheless, when you have somebody on the mound thinking he was tipping pitches, that's not a bad thing, Charlie. You got him thinking in the wrong direction right now. Alcantara 0-3 with an ERF 1479 in four career starts against the Dodgers. Against everybody else, he has a 288 ERA in 99 big league starts. We'll detail that pitching matchup a little bit later on in the hour, Tim. All right, thank you guys. We're off and running on this Saturday afternoon. Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll check in with Eric Curls. Dodger great. See him on Sportsnet LA. Hear him all the time on AFI 70 LA Sports. We'll check in with David Vassay, of course. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next, we'll visit with Kirsten Watson as we lead you up to first pitch from Miami. Dodgers and Marlins. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. 
It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Saturday afternoon. Game two of this four-game series. Big pitching matchup. Dustin May and Sandy Alcantara. First pitch from Miami coming up at 310. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call them today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. The big news before the game today, Kirsten Kershaw through a sim game. Yeah, he sure did. And uh, we got to speak to him right afterwards. And while he didn't feel uh, the best about the the actual sim game, they all agree that Clayton, as well as Jay Roberts, it was productive. He got up to about 70 pitches. Um, so he's he's in a good spot. He said that he's feeling really good. The bounce back has all been good. He feels ready for the next outing to be activation and to be a start so whether that is going to be thursday in new york or friday back in los angeles against the padres uh the team knows but they're just not ready to share what that exact decision is just yet dave roberts said they're kind of still going through um just kind of what the rotation how it's going to play out but um so yeah so either regular rest or he'll get an extra day but he had told us that you know he felt like he's been feeling good for a while and so while this wasn't necessarily his sharpest of outings having the sim game today uh, ultimately, he feels ready to go. He feels healthy, and um, and he's he's ready to get back out there. Dustin May gets to start this afternoon. A great pitching matchup between the Dodgers and Marlins, and for May, his second time out, and the Dodgers looking to see a little bit more. Yeah. So Dave said that the kind of. Um, I guess if you're going to put a number on it, it's about that six innings, ninety pitches mark. So. Uh, a hope that he can continue to get deeper and deeper with each outing into the game and uh he felt he felt good after his last outing at the beginning of it obviously that first inning there were a few kind of hiccups right there and he just had to remind himself you know you got to throw strikes and um and then once he kind of was able to settle in he was fantastic if we're being honest like it was it just felt like one two three I like it just kept on moving um but so this will be another exciting it's just you still have that excitement moment seeing him go back out there and mm-hmm. so we'll have that feeling again but hopefully he can get a little bit deeper obviously with going into extra innings for the most part the guys were were well protected especially in the bullpen yesterday but there are a few guys that Dave Roberts really wanted to stay away from and that last night was Chris Martin uh, who's been dealing with a little bit of an arm soreness thing uh, they should have more information he's going to play catch today and then hopefully from there Hopefully he'll be available tonight, depending on how he's feeling. But um, they also wanted to stay away from Bruzdar. They weren't able to do just that last night. And then Caleb Ferguson. So uh, with just a lot of arms usage, you want Dustin to try to go as deep as possible. But tonight, Dave feels a little bit better about the state of the bullpen and where guys are at. And the only ones who are down are David Price um, and Bruzdar Gratterall. And then to be determined on Chris Martin. So could see him, but if he's down, then we know why. It's just it needs a little bit more rest for his arm. Looking at the lineup, I don't see Gavin Lux. I thought he was going to be back in the lineup today. What's the latest on the Dodgers' second baseman? Yeah, I mean, we were all really hoping that he would be back today, but he just he's still dealing with some of that soreness and mm. stiffness in his neck. Um, but he, he is progressing. So yesterday we talked about it. He took some swings in the cage. Mm-hmm. Today he took some more swings in the cage. He also did some grounders and just did some field work. So uh, the hope is tomorrow, if not tomorrow on Monday. Uh, there's just not an exact timeline just yet, but I think it's a good sign that he's doing more baseball activity and more, I guess, more like game activity. Uh, so hopefully we see him out there tomorrow, but if not tomorrow, Dave felt pretty confident that it would be Monday. So 
soon. That's a, I guess that is the answer for Gavin Lux, but he's feeling better. <laughs> Sounds good, Kirsten. Appreciate it. We'll check in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll preview today's pitching matchup. We'll check in with David Vasse. We'll also hear from Dodger great Eric Carros coming up in just a little bit. But up next, we'll hear from manager Dave Roberts and get you the latest on the injury report, including Max Muncy, who's bothered by a little bit of stiffness in his knee. More on that coming up as we lead you up to first pitch for Miami. Dodgers and Marlins. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Saturday afternoon. Dustin May, Sandy Acantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 310. The LA Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Gavin Lux, not in the lineup, still a sore neck. He is day-to-day, but Lux says he hopes to be back in the lineup tomorrow. Max Muncy dealing with some left knee soreness. He is the designated hitter. Justin Turner, though, not feeling well. He is playing third base. Clayton Kershaw on the IL to sore lower back. He threw the four-inning sim game today. Yancy Almonte on the IL with the sore elbow. Dodgers with a slew of receiver or relievers on the rehab assignment. Blake Trinan. Tommy Canley, Victor Gonzalez, all in Oklahoma City. Danny Duffy with the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Let's go back out to Miami and check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Dave first, Clayton Kershaw. We talked to him about his sim game. He said he didn't feel like it went that great, but overall he feels really good, ready to come back either Thursday or Friday. What did you see from his sim game today? Um, I, I thought uh, it was productive in the sense that he got his work in. Um, I don't think it was as sharp as he would have hoped, um, but I think the most important thing is that we uh, got the pitch count up. He came out of it feeling good and uh, ready to make his next start. Are you still debating which day that might be? Are you ready to share what day that's going to be for him? Um, not not ready yet. Um, I, I think we know, but... Uh, you know, just trying to kind of uh, figure out how we kind of slot guys in. But uh, it, it'll be in the next five or six days. And then with Gavin Lux still not in the lineup, how is he doing? Gavin's doing better. Um, I know he's anxious to get back in there. Um, I, I think today is he's going to go out there. He hit in the cage again today, which is good. Uh, he's going to go out there and, and uh, take some ground balls, uh, throw, do some running just to see how it responds. So um, it's still on the shorter term side. So whether it's tomorrow, tomorrow or Monday, um, I expect him in there at some point soon. Did he not feel as good as you wanted him to feel yesterday? Yeah, you know, I, I think that that's one part of it um, where we felt that we were hoping for a little bit more gains as far as where he felt. And what we don't want to do is get him back in there and have a regression. So if it costs us a day or two on the front end, it's not that big of a cost. Jake Reed hanging out in the clubhouse today. You're going to be making a move? Well, Jake's here uh, taxing, and um, we don't know yet, but uh, just kind of potentially, you know, we'll, we'll see where we're at. But he's here for coverage right now, but, um, yeah, we're not ready yet. 
All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AFA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasay, get you all the latest as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Marlins from Miami. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Oh, your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Saturday afternoon. Dustin May, his second start since coming back from Tommy John surgery. First pitch for Miami. It's coming up at 310. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, David. Last night was all about Mookie Betts. We know what Trey Turner means to this Dodgers offense, but Freddie Freeman's closing in on Dodger history in year one? Yeah, not just uh, trying to win the hits crown. He leads Trey Turner by one hit after they each had two hits last night. But one of Freddie's hits, it was the RBI double in extra innings in the 10th when the Dodgers scored five runs. That gave him 42 doubles on the season. And in case you're wondering, that's a lot of doubles, and it's getting close to breaking a Dodger franchise record, which was set by Johnny Frederick in 1929 for the most doubles in a season. Frederick had 52. Freddie Freeman is on pace to finish with 54. And he's also even more closer to breaking Sean Green's L.A. Dodger record for the most doubles in a season. Sean had 49 in 2003, and Freddie now is just seven away. The interesting part of that, Tim, is when Freddie Freeman was growing up in Orange County, he has said this many times. Obviously, his dad is still his number one hitting coach, but Sean Green's dad, Ira Green, was a big part of Freddie Freeman's youth as a baseball player. And here he is, seven doubles away from breaking Ira Sun's doubles record in L.A. Dodger franchise history. That is pretty amazing. Dustin May, amazing. He came back after a 15-and-a-half-month uh, recovery from Tommy John surgery. David, it seemed like it was a pretty fluid process to come back. Yeah, usually, Tim, pitchers have some sort of setback when they're coming back from Tommy John surgery. And Dustin May never had that type of major setback. And I talked to trainers that were working with him out there in Camelback Ranch, and they told me, number one, he's a physical freak, and I think we can all see that with the way he gets the movement and the velocity on his pitches. And number two, they told me, it was a testament to Dustin's work ethic. Not only did he never take any shortcuts, but he was tireless in his rehab regimen and the discipline that he stayed with during his rehab and that was a big reason why he never had a major setback during his recovery and a major reason why now he's making his second start since coming back from Tommy John surgery. Davis brought to you by Ford now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event. Rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave Roberts, Dave, mentioned uh, after the game yesterday he wanted to stay away from Chris Martin. And Is there something to worry about here with the Dodger reliever? Well, I'll say this, Tim, as far as what I observed in Milwaukee. Remember on August 15th, that first game in Milwaukee, Chris Martin had that rare four strikeouts in one inning. 
After that, he didn't pitch for four days until the Dodgers returned home against the Marlins. And I'll tell you this, after that four-strikeout game, Chris seemed to be doing extra treatment on that right arm. And all of a sudden now, Chris Martin told reporters in Miami today that they were so concerned about it, they actually took an MRI of his right arm. Mm. Luckily for Chris and the Dodgers, it came back negative. But uh, there's certainly something barking with his arm because it's been uh, it's been few and far between since that four-strikeout inning in Milwaukee that Chris Martin has pitched. Dave, final thing. Yesterday, a big day for the Dodgers' top minor leaguers. We hear so much about the replenishment of the Dodger minor league system with all the talent they have, not only the depth, but the quality of the depth they have in their minor leagues. And yesterday, the Dodgers announced their minor league player and pitchers of the year. You'll recognize the player, Diego Cartaya, certainly has been celebrated in a lot of different ways, but many of you may be surprised that it wasn't Bobby Miller or Ryan Pepio or even Landon Knack that was named the minor league pitcher of the year. It was right-hander Gavin Stone. Gavin Stone has had a remarkable season in the minor leagues, which started at AA Tulsa. This year, in 20 starts, Gavin Stone has an ERA of 150 and 139 strikeouts and only 102 innings pitched. He's out of Central Arkansas. He was drafted during the 2020 draft in the fifth round. Gavin Stone may not be as hyped as Bobby Miller or Landon Knack, but from what I've been told, he's the real deal, and he may even make it to the major leagues before Bobby Miller and maybe stay longer than Bobby Miller. Wow. He started the year as the 18th Dodger prospect in their minor leagues, and he is shooting straight up. Dave, great stuff. Appreciate it. We'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Dodger fans need three contestants. 866-987-2570. It's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning. The most thrilling play will happen. Dodgers and Marlins. First pitch is 310. I'm Tim Cates. This Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Saturday afternoon. Dustin May, Sandy Acantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch in Miami is coming up at 310. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants ready to go. Andy, you are first up. What is your guess today? I'm going to go with Mookie Betts in the first inning. Mookie Betts in the first inning. All right, good luck to you. Kevin is our second contestant. Kevin, welcome. What's your guess? Freddie Freeman in the sixth. Freddie Freeman in the sixth inning. Good luck to you, Kevin. Miles is our third contestant. Miles, welcome. What's your guess? I'd say Will Smith in the seventh. Will Smith in the seventh. All right, good luck to you, Miles. Kevin and Andy are three contestants in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else. Six Flags, Magic Mountain. When we come back here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check back in with Rick Monday. He leads you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Marlins. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball.
Dodgers and Marlins. Dustin May goes for the blue. First pitch of 310. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor on game day. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person. Only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll hear from Eric Karros. We'll get you the keys to the game and dive deeper in today's big pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, last night it was the Mookie Betts show. What a performance from Mookie Betts to beat the Marlins. Oh, you mean the four hits and the two home runs? I yeah. mean, um, you start to look at Mookie Betts, what he's done against uh, Miami. They may want to walk him. He's only 10 <laughs> for 19. He has five extra base hits, seven runs scored in the four games against Miami this year. So his next home run, by the way, will be number 30, uh, career high 32. By the way, when he hit 32, that was in 2018. Guess what? He was the MVP of the American League. So, uh, yeah, Mookie Betts is having a, a sensational season. There's no question about that. There was another number that I found, actually, about Mookie Betts. When he swings, it pitches in the strike zone. So, in other words, pitches that are strikes. You know, he has swung and missed at only 8%. Um, I mean, that's an extremely, extremely low rate. So, you talk about making contact. He's really one of the leaders in, in the game of baseball. If you look at both leagues, only 8% of pitches in the strike zone. Yes, occasionally he expands the strike zone, but uh, you only swing and miss that that few times. Rick, I don't know if this is my perception or whether or not it's reality. Mookie's a great player, obviously, but it feels like he's a streaky hitter, and it feels like he's starting to get really hot. Yeah, I, I would not disagree with that. I, I think a lot of hitters are very uh, streaky. Um, it's like, well, it's like like all of us, David. There are times that we go for streaks and we really feel, really feel great. And there's other times that maybe, well, I feel a little lethargic today. Hey, I have a little under the weather. Hey, I got uh, you know a runny nose. Hey, I've, but Mookie Betts, uh, yeah, when he gets red hot. You might want to think about trying to retire someone else because uh, he just seems to scope in on it. The other part, too, is he's done a very good job, uh, including last night. When you look at the home run that he hit in the seventh inning, a two-run blast, uh, the first of his two home runs, remember that he was behind in the count, no balls and two strikes. He took a couple of tough, really tough pitches, just barely off the strike zone, moved the count to two and two, and then he hit the home run. Uh, the second time up that he hit the home run, uh, really the count was in his favor. But still, all in all, I mean, four hits in the six at-bats that he had. What, uh, by the way, when your leadoff hitter is batting for six times in a game, you've either gone like 15 innings normally or you've got a lopsided victory. No doubt. And I'm pointing that out after the game, Rick. It's one thing to hit two home runs, but... Like you just mentioned, those were critical home runs that brought the Dodgers back in the game, and the second one forced extra innings. Absolutely, and you begin to look at what happened in that ninth inning. I mean, the Dodgers, let's face it, and uh, we'll talk about it uh, a little bit more, uh, I'm certain, over the next couple of days. The Dodgers played really crappy baseball in the ninth <laughs> inning, in the bottom of the yeah. ninth. Uh, yes, there was a leadoff home run, but after that, there was an error on a throw by uh, Trey Turner, and there was an error on a throw by by Muncie at the time uh, also. So uh, actually for uh, for Justin Turner was over at third base last night. So yeah, they, they, they played terribly defensively in that ninth inning, 
And it, the reason I say that is because in the 10th, it looked like they got mad at themselves for letting their hair down a little bit too soon. Let's turn our attention to today's great pitching matchup, Rick. And today's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Dustin May making his second start since coming back from Tommy John's surgery. Rick, I think his new nickname should be The Freak because he certainly is a freak in a lot of different ways in a good way. Yeah, he is. I, I don't know what the expectations are uh, from other people of Dustin May. I know he has uh, extremely high expectations of himself, but he went five innings uh, in his return, and he did not waste any time at all. His very first pitching, coming back off the injured list and coming back off the Tommy John surgery, was at 98 miles an hour. He reached 99 in the ballgame, went five innings, no runs, only one hit, struck out nine if he can come anywhere close to the command of the strike zone that he had in his return, which I thought was amazing, uh, he walked only two in those five innings. If he has that same command, he is really something. But I don't think the Dodgers, uh, David, want to push him beyond a certain pitch count. He, he went five innings, had 71 pitches in his return. If they get somewhere along that, even close to, to the numbers that he had on top of it, uh, it would be just a, a wonderful return. It really would, and he is one of those rare pitchers, Rick, that never really had a major setback coming back from Tommy John surgery. That just doesn't no, happen at least, too often. Yeah, at least during the rehab part, and uh, you know they're keeping a close eye on him, obviously. But uh, it, it was a, a wonderful return, and I think for Dustin May, it answered a lot of questions. And because and I've talked about this before, you can be told by all of the people, including uh, you know Dr. Neil Elitraj, who's uh, the best of the best, uh, was able to tell Dustin May, look, you're going to be fine. Here's the program. We need to stick to the program. No shortcuts. Uh, we're not going to cut across the lawn. We're going to go around exactly as the, the game plan is. But it's, it, it's nice to be able to answer that question about yourself uh, rather than have other people tell you, no, you're going to be just fine. You're just going to be fine. Now he understands, hey, I am just fine. Should be fun today. A fun game between the Dodgers and Marlins with Dustin May on the mound against Sandy Alcantara. Okay. Rick, we'll check in with you on Monday. It's a Peacock game tomorrow, so we'll talk to you on Monday. Hey, by the way, on Monday I'm going to ask you a question. There was one time that Johnny Bench was pinch hit for. Who was it? Give me the answer on Monday. Love it. I'll be ready. Tim, we'll send it back to you. All right, thank you, guys. Dodgers have just made a small lineup change. Max Muncy is now going to play third base instead of being the designated hitter. Justin Turner is now going to DH instead of playing third base. Justin Turner earlier feeling a little under the weather, but still in the lineup. Now he's a designated hitter. Max Muncy, he'll play third base. So there you go. You're caught up on the lineup change. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup. Charlie and Jose will have the keys to the game, but up next, we go high and tight with Eric Hurst. It's the Dodgers and Marlins. First pitch in Miami is coming up at 310. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. We got a new game. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your part of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Marlins. Dustin May, Sandy Acantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch of Miami is coming up at 310. 
Still to come, Charlie and Jose will get you the keys to the game as we dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first, David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight. We are joined right now by the L.A. Dodger home run king, a 14-year veteran, a man that won the Rookie of the Year in 1992 in the National League for the Dodgers and certainly has a home always at Dodger Stadium, part of the Sportsnet L.A. crew, as well as being a national Fox Sports analyst, the one and only Fabio Eric Caros. The main question around town is, who's the biggest challenge to the Dodgers in the postseason? Is it the Mets or is it the Atlanta Braves? So for me, it's the, the Mets, and it just because of their, their, their pitching. Um, the Braves, I think they, again, I know they beat the Dodgers last year, but I, I think that they are a little more vulnerable. I think they can be pitched too. There's a lot more swing and miss. Uh, I don't know that they have the uh, the staff that the, the Mets do, and especially with, with Scherzer and DeGrom, and then you throw in Bassett there, uh, the closer and Diaz. Where where the Mets may be vulnerable is that bridge bridge area, uh, but if you're getting Scherzer and DeGrom going six or seven innings, uh, I, I think that they give the Dodgers uh, greater difficulty or greater matchup problems then do the Braves. The, the Mets are also, they're a better contact team. They don't swing and miss. They get on base. Uh, they're pretty decent defensively. I, I just feel like the, the Mets are a more complete team, and it's, it's a more of a matchup problem than the Braves are. Would you say that matchup problem would be magnified in a five-game series or a seven-game series? Because there's still a chance the Braves win the NL East. There is, but I, I here's the thing. I if I if I've got to play a seven game series and with the way the schedule set up, you're gonna see if you're playing the Mets, you're gonna see DeGrom twice and Scherzer twice. So that means essentially for the Mets, if you can sneak just one win somewhere else, you know, you gotta like your chances of, of winning three out of four with, you know, DeGrom and Scherzer. If if in the five game series, I think the way the schedule is set up, there there aren't off days uh, between four and five. I don't know that you're coming back on, you know, your one your number one starter will come back on on full rest, but you won't see both of those guys. So then then I would give the advantage to the Dodgers. Um, I still think the Dodgers are, are the best team. I still think they're the most complete team. There, there's still some questions as we navigate the next uh, month and a week, month and two weeks, uh, that are going to determine how deep the Dodgers and how good they're, they're going to be. Eric Karos is our guest. I'm glad you brought up the playoff schedule, Eric, because when I looked at it initially, it reminded me of 2020 when the Dodgers and all the playoff teams were in the bubble in Texas, no days off because of no travel. And because of this condensed playoff schedule, there's very minimal off days, one in the first round, like you said, and one in the second round. Do you feel like that also is a huge advantage for the Dodgers who have more pitching depth than any other team in the postseason? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a huge advantage, but, I, okay, yeah, it, it ticks towards their, their favor. I think also the, the, 
importance of having home field advantage is is paramount too. Um, you know, the fact that you're going to have to travel between games four and five in the five game series that is that's not ideal, right? And I, I believe that's the case. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah, it I, is. And so, so if you're playing Dodgers Mets, you know, you definitely want you've got to have that home field because if you don't, maybe you're the Mets. You got to fly out to L.A. Then you got to fly back to New York, and then if there's a game five, you fly back out to L.A. So that's three cross country trips, and that's where you know the Dodgers they've got the home field advantage. They're basically making if it's five, it's only two, and you don't think that that matters, but it matters, and then it really matters if games five and six, which you know apparently right now with the way the schedule set up, those are back to back, and it just. That that plays a role. That's why I think the Dodgers so important to, to have that home field advantage. And you know, it looks like you know, barring a, a collapse, they'll have that uh, you know throughout everything. Okay, so what's the balance now as we go down the final month? Once the Dodgers come back from this road trip, they play 26 games in 28 days. They have enough pitching to be able to cover those days. But what's the balance between? keeping their starters sharp and their pitching staff sharp and their players sharp and also, you know, not wearing them out down the stretch with this condensed schedule. So you, you, you can mix and match, you figure out some things, but the last week and a half, you're, you've got your playoff group going and you're, you're maybe the last two weeks. The other thing too, that is going to be a little interesting is that time off that, the Dodgers and whoever finishes second will have um, because of, I think, what did they get? Five days, five or yeah, six days off. Five days. They will play. Yeah, right. So that's that's not ideal. But if I, I think what they'll do is, again, they will try to answer questions over the next, next month. And then the last two weeks, it is just going to be like playoff games and, and having – your roster, I shouldn't say your roster, but your lineups and your your platoons, your rolls out of the bullpen. I think that all becomes playoff-like those last two weeks of the season. All right, Tim, there he is. I know he was one of your favorites, certainly many others as well. Eric Karros, and we'll see him on the next road trip for the Dodgers on Sportsnet LA. All right, thank you, Dave. One of my favorite Dodgers, certainly one of my favorite Bruins as well. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. All right, leading up to first pitch, Dodgers and Marlins on this Saturday. Up next, I'm going to dive deeper into this great pitching matchup. Don't go away. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Marlins game two of this four game set. First pitch of Miami coming up at 310. And now, 
Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. See all offers at findadealer.com or at toyota.com to find a dealer near you. They make it easy. Dustin May on the mountain, 1-0 on the season. 24-year-old right-hander made his first start last week against these Marlins at Dodger Stadium last Saturday. Five scoreless innings, struck out nine, allowed just two hits. In his first start back from Tommy John surgery, today is his second start back to make his third career start against the Marlins 2-0 with a sub-1 ERA. Sandy Alcantara, the pitcher for the Marlins today, 11-6 with a 2-19 ERA, one of the best pitchers in all of baseball this year. The 26-year-old right-hander, formerly of the Cardinals, traded to the Marlins a few years ago, making his 26th start this year. He's the leading frontrunner for the National League Cy Young Award against the Dodgers. Well, last week on Sunday, he allowed a season-high six runs on 10 hits and took his sixth loss of the season, making his fifth career start against the Dodgers. 0-3 with a 14.79 ERA. Dodgers and Marlins were 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cases, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Saturday afternoon. Dustin May, Sandy Alcantara, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 310. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. For the right doctor, go to chla.org, chla.org. All right, final check-in with the booth with Charlie and Jose. Guys. All right, Tim, the Dodgers are hot and getting hotter after their 10-6, 10-inning win last night. They're 50 games over 500. Dustin May is making his second start since coming off the injured list, and he was so good in his first outing last week. Sandy Alcantara, who can beat everybody seemingly except the Dodgers. Well, Sandy Alcantara has a lot to think about today because he knows the Dodgers just did not allow him to get comfortable. Let's not talk about the stuff wasn't there. The stuff was there, but what happens is well, you have quality hitters. You have guys competing, laying off certain pitches. Well, your stuff sometimes is not going to look that good, but take nothing away from the Dodgers. He could not get out of the fourth inning, did not know what happened to him, came in with a 192 ERA, left with a 219, and everything that he threw that was hittable, the Dodgers took a match of it. And then there's Dustin May, who was so good in his first outing back. Consistency and mechanics, consistency in his rehab, consistency in throwing strikes, and velocity his sinker was in tune, his curveball was in tune, and so flawless with everything when it comes down to landing spot, extension, and arm angle right to the spot last time. Sandy Alcantara with that last start only once this season has he allowed more than eight hits in a game. Only once this season has he allowed more than four runs in a game. Only once this season has he pitched less than four innings a game. And that was last Sunday at Dodger Stadium against the Dodgers. Dodgers and Marlins, game two of the four-game series. Lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, first pitch when we come back. Dodgers and Marlins, what a pitching matchup it is. Game two of this four-game set tomorrow. Early turnaround, 9 a.m., then back to Monday afternoon. It's a wraparound series, Friday through Monday, then off to New York for a three-game set. Magic number is 18. Dodgers, Marlins. Charlie and Jose have the call when we come back. I'm Tim Case. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.